Good evening, bus. I think this is Good the last evening. time I'm going to say that for a while. Ah, I hope not. I hope we can just continue having chats. That's true. That's true. That's a fair point. But maybe the last time on air. Right. The, the last time on a podcast. Yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll break that news. Um, yeah, this will be for now my my last time on the podcast. Um, and then there will be a bit of a winter break. And then hopefully uh, you will be able to find someone or some way of moving moving forward with the podcast. Right. So I, I hope there will be some sort of concept to continue this. Um, and the winter break is useful to come up with that. Um, also, I think the, the next couple of weeks will be very stressful for me. So, um, well, not st stressful and chilled out because some vacation is coming up. So that um, I'm also happy looking forward to just doing less. I remember that we've had a winter break on the podcast before and it was good. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we had one every year. And that was mostly because we, we also felt like, yeah, that was a nice episode. Let's do another one in January. Also because the last couple of Decembers, I never worked. I uh, I always took December off, as I remember. That was good. I did the same last year. So, yeah, it could be that we that we did that every year. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't do this this year. I'm very sorry, sad about that. Uh, it's oh, it's a great, great tradition. And this year I have to break it. Oh, well. I mean, then you can do a bit of work, and then the rest is just cozy December. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's, that's uh, let's that's been so. hmm? that's been our mantra. So we're in, you know, we're in quarantine, we're in mm. in lockdown, mm. and our 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 mantra is that we want to make it a cozy quarantine. And with these, you know, dark dark mm. uh, days coming up, I think we'll we'll be able to do that. Yeah, um, and you know, brighten up our days that way. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you did a you you tallied up our episodes just a moment ago. How many episodes did we have in total? So I mean, technically thirty six, but you could also say that this is episode three hundred and fifteen. Yeah, so we did uh, three hundred episodes, which is not bad. <laughs> I I don't know who that was, but I remember someone saying that a while ago. It's like, whoa, you did many. Oh, I realized you have. The concept of seasons. <laughs> yeah, we also started with episode 100. Yep. I remember that was a, was an idea of yours, right? And right. I think it was based on WWDC uh, sessions. Right. Yeah, at WWDC you always have the, the beginner session, which which started 100. And then like the more advanced it is, you have like 200, 300, I think up to 400. Um, and that's what we started. We started as total podcasting beginners. So 100 made sense. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm sad that I'm for now not making it to to the 400s. Right. Yeah. Well, we, we not to the adva very advanced level, I guess. Um I, we also had like initially as you remember we had really huge problems with noisy um noisy recordings. Oh, I remember the very first recording. Um and I'm looking at this we released this in August, so it was before August or beginning of August. Uh, 2018 and it was so warm it was so warm and i remember at the very first episode we had indeed these noise issues because we were not really in a room 
you know, that was suitable for podcasting and there was like construction work going on. So we re-recorded that whole episode yeah. um, before releasing it. Yeah, we had to record it twice. And the first recording was already painful. I, I think there was, uh, I mean, we did the podcast, but imagine that we just didn't have the energy again after that. Like, oh no, not, not enough energy to record it again. But we did. Yeah, we did. And I think it uh, it has turned out quite well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What what was do do you remember how how all of this started like before we even recorded the first episode? Yeah, so I, I remember we went out for uh for lunch. I think we went to a steakhouse and uh, yes, that's we where did. we yeah, and that's where we discussed whether we would be interested in uh, doing a podcast or that. That's what I remember. And then we we thought about a pot, uh, about a concept and I don't, don't think we had one, <laughs> so we just started without a concept. Yeah, I remember something similar. I do remember, and I was actually wondering this before we started recording this episode. Uh, I do remember that this has never made it to the air, uh, but in the very first episode that we never released, basically, uh, we talked about different names for the podcast. I don't remember right. what the other names were. I don't know if uh, you have the file somewhere. I'm not sure if I have the file, but I remember some of the old names. One was um, Overmorrow which is a traditional English name for the day after tomorrow. Um, not sure what the relationship to development is, but I remember that because I like the word. <laughs> uh, well, I think there were four, but the other two will remain a mystery forever, I guess. Well, maybe, but maybe if I search overmorrow in my machine here. Ooh, maybe you will find the list. No, no list that says and in this machine. <laughs> oh, nope. wow. Both, both my computers uh, turned up zero results for Overmorrow. So. so I think this also continues our tradition since episode 101 that we don't really come too prepared. <laughs> no. But I think no, that's the charm of this, where it's just, yeah. you know, we get together, we talk about things. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's kind of the, the premise. Right. So talking about things, um, I I spent money on things. So I bought new stuff and I briefly wanted mm. to talk about that because I'm very happy with it. So it used to be that in the world past, the one where we went to offices, that uh, the way you presented yourself in the office, like maybe you had a perfume on, maybe the, you had nice clothes, fancy clothes and so on, that gave the impression of, of you as a person, right, in many ways. And nowadays, that is obviously your video setup because the you are not meeting people in person anymore you just see the avatars through a small screen so you want that you want that to be in a good quality and the the cameras and the macbooks are not necessarily that and i had a um, digital mirror camera flying around that i bought in 2014 it's a really good one with really good lenses but i'm not using it because obviously nowadays the iphone it's small i have it with me all the time i have it on me all the time um, it makes good enough pictures so even on vacations i never take this expensive camera with me and so i decided i'm gonna buy there's a something called a gato cam link that you can use to move the hdmi from the camera into your computer uh, and, and about that, because I felt, you know, I'm sitting in so many video conferences every day. I at least want to make a good impression. And so I bought one of those. Um, and I also bought a, since 
by accident, when I wanted to buy that, I went onto the Elgato website and there I found something called um, Ring Light, which is ah. a LED light that where you can mount the camera in the middle of the light. And then basically the camera also gives you a very nice studio-like shine. And since I was on a spending spree and since I didn't really do vacation this year, so I didn't spend the money that I would have spent on vacation that it's still sitting here, I decided, you, you know, you're gonna, I'm going to buy this. And um, so I bought these two things. Today was the first uh, time I used that for work. And in all my meetings, people were like, what's happening? What? How did Benedict get the quality? Benedict, what is that? So that was <laughs> obviously very fun. Um, so it, it definitely works. Um, but the, the cool thing that I didn't anticipate is this ring light. It also it can also, you can change the color of it and you can set it to a very nice um, sunnish light. So with a yellowish tone. And so when we get up in the morning here around seven, my girlfriend now always says, oh, can you turn on that nice light? Um, because it's a much nicer light than the one that we have here on the wall and so I turn that up in the morning and I can scale it slowly up and you get a very nice gradient in the morning and working in, in the when it's dark outside feels much better so it was a very nice investment nice yeah I think having that kind of setup is is great right and it's also fun to to upgrade your your workspace uh, it's actually something I'm still looking forward to once I you know once I'm able to set up my own office mm. yeah um, and I've heard you know, a lot of good things about these ring lights and, and like a good camera for, for remote setups. So that's cool. Yeah, so the, both things, I would buy them again. Um, the, the downside is that the camera I have, the Sony, um, when you plug it into USB to charge, it goes into mass storage mode. Um, so then you can't get the um, the picture out of it. And so I can't just keep it running. I have to plug it in and out of the charger from time to time um, because I can't keep it in when I'm when I'm using it. That sucks a bit, but um, it, it's kind of fine because I just basically turn the charger on and off um, in between when I'm not in a meeting. Right. So that kind of works. I also bought something, but I didn't go to Amazon so I wasn't really <laughs> I guess I, that was one of the reasons that I wasn't uh, encouraged to buy more things um, but I bought a really nice leather desk mat um, mainly because the the like office table here like isn't really suitable for mice mm -hmm. um, so I was like okay how am I going to solve this and like okay you can buy like a nice mouse mat but I bought like a really cool like brown leather desk mat uh, that reminds me also of the the sleeves that apple ships oh, nice. um, and i'm really excited to you know in in a while like set up my own office and then use mm. that uh, desk mat with the new uh hardware for the new um for the new job and then mm. have like a completely new setup without light and without a an official camera but you know maybe one day yeah, it's not always nice to have things to look forward to that you can buy. Um, if you would buy everything you want in one day, then there's nothing to want anymore, which is kind of sad. So a desk yeah. mat goes onto my list because I looked into these like one year ago and now I remembered. And so I might at some point also buy one of these because I think it's great to have them. I can uh, give you some recommendations. Yeah, why not? Um, on this on this topic of indeed like buying everything at once, I was actually talking about this, right? Where I'm like, I'm very excited to like build my own um, office and like have new things. But like, it's interesting how like the first few days you're like, oh, this is so cool. This is new. This is exciting. And like, it's also 
it like it wears off pretty easily. Mm. Like it's still right. nice and still cool, but it doesn't have this like new, you know, idea. Which mm-hmm. makes sense because it's not new anymore. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's interesting how that fades pretty quickly, but can still be a lot of fun to, you know, look forward to. Yeah, totally. And especially if you spread it out, um, because there's also new stuff coming all the time, right? Um, as an as an example, I in like the beginning of the year, like when the um, the whole COVID situation started and the lockdown began, I bought a gaming PC. I talked about this on this episode. Um, on one episode and I bought a game that I had kind of been looking forward to Doom Eternal and I played it I finished it last week it was great Um, so now there's nothing to look forward to anymore but there's now coming a a DST so an update to that game with new levels so I have something to look forward to again so as I took my time to to finish it and just as I finished it there's something new that I could look forward to doing things slower helps nice um, I'm also happy that you understand the term to look forward to because I was was discussing this with Kate and Kate means with with looking I'm looking forward to pancakes. She's like, I want pancakes now or as oh. soon as possible. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think that's how that's supposed to work, but <laughs> hey. I yeah I kind of get that I think I would also use to look forward to in that sense for certain things. Mostly it's long-term, but I guess I could... Yeah, I don't know. But I think I've also heard it being used for something very, very happening almost now in the very near future. Yeah, I think it was an an interesting uh, way of of using or or understanding that that sentence in a a different way. (laughs) Mm. I guess now I know, now I can be prepared and understand what what she really means. So that's, I have to tell a story now, um, that's something that um, it's inherent with language, right? Because every word has so many different meanings and um, it's easy to, that two people have for the same word in the same context have a different meaning. Um, and so my girlfriend and I, we've been together for a very long time. We usually talk in German, um, which means that we are very much synced up in German. So when we say something, when the, one of us says something, the other one kind of knows what the other means. So ver- we, there's very little ambiguity. Um, a couple of years ago, we went um, onto a vacation with a another couple that are friends of ours from the US. And because we were together with them on the vacation, we decided we wanted to speak English all the time, just so that it doesn't feel weird for them if we speak German in between, right? And what happened was that we had a lot of misunderstandings. Like, so we we, we discussed things and then we were uh, like, I did something and she expected me to do something different or I thought she would do something, but she didn't. And we were confused about that until it, re- had, it hit us that that was because we were now using English. So be- the ambiguity is always there. It's just that because we've been together for such a long time and we are using German, uh, in German, the ambiguity is gone now because for, for most words, we kind of know what the other means. But in English, that wasn't the case. And so we... There was a lot of miscommunication it, and that was just because we switched the language oh totally yeah communication is hard i mention this every basically every talk that i give and uh mm. yeah it's interesting how easy it is to you know miscommunicate and mm. uh, maybe not even understand why or realize that it's happening mm. Going back to, you know, episodes that we've recorded over over the years, right? Like it's been about three years uh, mm-hmm. almost doing this podcast. Um, I think there was one really special one that, 
you know, I still look back to and and smile. And that was the one live from Cocoa Hats. Oh, that was a nice episode, right? <laughs> so yeah, what I what I remember there is that um, like a bunch of things. First of all, we had the hoodies of the podcast that mm-hmm. uh, we sent one to Paul Hudson when he kindly instructed us to do so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Why I don't I have some... one of your uh, your logo as a jersey, guys? <laughs> um, and then we ordered some for ourselves, and then one to to give away at that uh, live event. And we did like a nice Kahoot uh, quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, Yochim uh, won that. Uh, yeah, won he, won, that he won. Yeah, we we did have a couple of very difficult questions, I have to say. And um, so Yochim won and. Sebastian was very close, um, but the, the questions were tricky. Uh, I There's one question I remember and be, I, without looking up, so I'll, I'll post it here on the episode. Um, Apple had one list-based language in the past that they used for various things. What was the name of the language? And that is a tricky question. The name is Dylan. And I don't think uh, a lot of people that aren't like too much in the weeds of what Apple did 30 years ago know this. And so we had a couple of questions like that. So Joachim won this and he deserved the sweater. It was so much fun. Um, I think just thinking about this, like that's what's making me miss like in-person events. Like I haven't really Mm -hmm. missed them except for when I really think about them. And then it's like, Mm -hmm. oh man, that was so, so good. Uh, I, I don't really want to talk about this, but uh, it, I really miss in-person events. And for me, this year is I'm about to end, right? And this year feels very bleak because I'm I I just miss human interaction with. Um, I do have friends, I attend to meet, but it, attend to meet, but it's different. Like these in-person conference events and so on, where you just meet strangers. I'm, I miss that a lot. But back to the back to the conference uh, to the episode. Right. Sorry. Right. No, 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 no totally. Um, I get that. Um, this is actually something I, I was thinking about last week, um, and that's the next episode I'm going to mention. Smokerona, uh, smokerona, 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 da 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 da. So that was actually the episode after the live one. That was uh, those were some those were some good times. Yeah, I think that is my my favorite episode that we had because in the end it was so fun. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that was uh, was our episode with uh, with John Sandell, um, where Benedict started. Well, John actually started singing this uh, Swedish song to prove that he's actually Swedish. Right. I, 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 we were lucky because one week before that episode, I read that um, for a time, um, the Swedish government had people where they weren't sure if they were indeed Swedes sing that song. And so I decided I'm going to ask John because he never talks Swedish. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So nice, so nice. Are there any uh, other things that you remember from one of the episodes that you were like, that was cool, or that was interesting, or that was unexpected? Um, I really like the, as I scroll through the episode list right now, um, I really like the one that we had with uh, Antoine van der Lee. Um, there was an interesting episode where we talked mostly about conferences, but that was cool um, because 
we we did a lot of reviews of different confer- conferences with different opinions from us three, which was interesting to see like what each of us values about the conference or a conference, and everybody kind of had different values, which was interesting to watch. Right, to, to and maybe to on that topic, um, there we talked a lot about Anna Spain and basically making this idea or having this idea of like we will attend the next Anna Spain, right? Which would have been right. this year. Uh, right. Luckily for us, Anna Spain is still happening, although remote. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard that there is a great lineup with with a great speaker. Do you know anything more about that? I have no idea. I have no idea. I, you're not referring to me, right? I'm giving a talk, but I'm not a great speaker. I don't know who you mean. You you are both. You will give a great talk, <laughs> I'm sure, and you're also a great speaker. Uh, let's see. It's uh, remote conferences are different, different, right? They because you don't see, you don't get the feedback from the people. You don't know if you have should suppose are supposed to walk uh, talk faster, slower. Um, I did give one remote conference talk this year for FreshKit, uh, and it was weird. Like at the end, I, I wondered, okay, did people fall asleep? Um, did they like it? Did they not like it? That was interesting. So um, it's kind of, it's very different than giving a normal talk. But what's good for me is I'm always really nervous when I give a talk at a conference. And for remote talks, somehow I'm not nervous. Not at all. Right. That's cool. I, I heard you've also, I mean... I heard this even on the podcast um, that you also gave a workshop last Friday. The workshop has been postponed um, due to various events and it will happen in November now. Ah, okay. Yeah. But Something I heard to look forward you, to. That you gave a workshop. Yeah, definitely. So I gave another workshop on accessibility in SwiftUI um, on the Thursday, uh, which was a lot of fun. And I'm I'm happy to have had the opportunity to give uh, two workshops for TriSwift. And yeah, it's great to see that event thrive. And I hope that it can continue um, going forward because I think it's a great opportunity for for anyone to join an online like mm. event, mm-hmm. um, but not have to, you know, go all in and go to like an online conference. Like this is just one workshop. You can try out different topics. Um, I think that's a great thing for the community. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm looking forward to giving my workshops. Not a shop, now that I have a bit more time to prepare it, um, I can look into a couple more topics um, to make sure it's going to be fun. I want to have a mix of, um, let's call it um, slides and then tasks where people re-implement something and then also something like quizzes, like puzzles. Where um, where people are d- try to come up with the solutions or something. So I want to have a nice mix of that. Let's let's see if I can pull it off. Right. Um, another topic we talked about on our podcast, especially the last few episodes, um, is your side project Hyperdeck. Um, right. We revealed that in episode three hundred seven. Um, you mentioned in the last episode or in the latest episode that you're making some great progress. How is that coming along? So um, the last couple of days, I had less time um, because work was a bit more demanding. And also um, I visited my mother last week. Um, so I, so the numbers of COVID are going up everywhere. And given the rate, I'm not sure if I will be able with, without 
like with a good conscience to visit my mom on Christmas. I don't know that yet, right? Um, <clears throat> so I've, I decided to basically take the chance. And now that the number is in Germany, so are still they're going up. But when I went there one and a half weeks or two weeks ago, they were low enough that I felt like wearing two masks and uh, going onto the train and so on um, should be fine. And it was great visiting her for one week. But obviously, not knowing when I can visit her again, I didn't really work on Hypertech while I was there. I invested that time into um, spending time with mom. Um, however, um, I'm very close to, I would say, to, to finishing a beta of the or alpha or beta of the Mac version. Um, what's, what's missing is proper support for the presenter display when you have more than one screen connected. I'm currently working on that. That's not finished yet, but everything else for the Mac version is finished. It looks very good. I'm very happy with it. Um, it's Big Sur only. Everything else is impossible. That's, um, for, for Catalyst and for the features that I'm using. Um, and I'm, I still have to reach down to AppKit for several things because a lot of the, the stuff I need is not available for Catalyst. Um, and I will file raiders and hope that next year it will be available. And then at some point I can drape, uh, drop the catalyst, the, the AppKit dependency. But right now I have to do that. Interesting. So I will probably take some time the rest of this week to um, open source the project that I've been working on, mm. um, which has a bunch of things that are iOS only in the sense that like there's a lot of like, um, you know, if... Mac Catalyst, then mm -hmm. do this. Otherwise, um, but that's because I am not yet running uh, Pixar, but it works fine. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely not as complex as as what you have. But I'm looking forward to open sourcing that and you know putting like a at least like a starter idea of working on a mm -hmm. Catalyst app in yeah into that, the wild. That's great. Yeah, that's great. I. I recently was asked on Twitter whether I would still um, choose Catalyst, and it's not an easy. Honestly, it's not an easy answer. Um, it depends a bit on the project. Um, if, for example, UI document doesn't really work well with Catalyst, so if like if I have a, an app that is UI document based, I might rather go with two targets. Um, but I just yesterday or two days ago, you replied to Peter Steinberger on some things he found with the, what is the name again of that open source app from Apple? Um, Fruits? Uh, Fruta. No. Fruta. Um, all the issues that you have when you run that as a Mac app um, with SwiftUI. And so SwiftUI and Catalyst actually works fairly well. I can't say I had problems with that. So the that works I'm very happy with that. I have problems with Catalyst in general, but SwiftUI and Catalyst works great. So I wonder if I had instead chosen to use SwiftUI as a native target on iPadOS and on macOS, I probably just would have run into different issues. So then I would have native Mac uh, AppKit and not a lot of the Catalyst problems, but then I would have a huge amount of problems with the Slides engine probably because it wouldn't display properly. So whatever decision I would take with these technologies would lead to different trade-offs, I think. And so I'm not necessarily happy with having with the state that Catalyst in, is in, but by now I, I was able to work around most of the issues. So I guess maybe I would even choose it again, given that the alternative is not much better. Right. Yeah, I do feel that it has definitely improved and that we're on our way up. So I built my project with UIKit, not SwiftUI. Mm -hmm. And that also seems to work pretty okay. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, 
think it's tricky, right, to really understand if something is a good idea to go with. Um, I think obviously with new um, projects such as Catalyst and SwiftUI, like it would probably not hurt to wait a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also exciting to learn about it, right, and see like right. where do these, where do we have opportunities and. Um, I think the fact that we can interrupt with most of the things, right? You can do Swift UI and UIKit together. You can do Objective-C together. Mm-hmm. Um, makes that a little easier, but it's still always a tricky trade-off to figure out where to go next. Right, absolutely. Um, it, and it's a great learning um, to, to look into this and to try to build a new project with these technologies to see what works, what doesn't work, um, and just to understand them better. That's really helpful. And so even if a pro- if you have a side project and it does just doesn't work because you run into Catalyst or SwiftUI issues and you just don't get over it, you don't, can't really solve them, you still learn something. You, there's still something valuable you got out of that. Totally. Uh, that reminds me of something. In episode 210, we talked about Awful UI, which I think later we renamed to Taylor UI. Right. Uh, remember that. I remember that. That was a rewrite of uh, SwiftUI on top of UIKit. That was never open source, I have to admit. Um, but yeah. it was fun that we yeah, it was very know, fun. looked into that, played around with it. Um, in the end, we actually didn't open source it and then continue development on it because we mm. switched to, to SwiftUI. Um, yeah. But yeah, those kind of... Those are, are some great memories, um, right. not only of what we talked about in the podcast, but also of you know the last three years at, at work. Right. So I think open sourcing that would have only have made sense if we had used it at work, actually. Like the state that it was in when we stopped working on that wasn't enough for anybody to use it. And even then, the way we wanted to use it um, would have allowed to only implement a huge, a very small subset of SwiftUI. So... Taylor UI would have made sense even with 5% of Swift UI because only these 5% would have been sufficient for what we wanted to do. Um, but I don't think other companies or, or developers would have gained much out of it. So I think, and then we never open sourced it because it was just too much work to clean this up in a proper way to, to open source it, even though we should just have done that looking back. I mean, technically we still can. There's probably just not as much uh, interested in it. Interested. Yeah people in it, um, nor would it really be as relevant anymore. Yeah, that's true. I think that's a little bit of a fallacy of open source where it's like, oh, we have to clean it up before we open source it. Mm. I think it's more of like, if you do open source it, ideally you also want to continue its development or continue supporting its development instead of like putting something out there and then just letting it, you know, letting the weeds grow over. uh, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, and that would have happened, right? Um, yeah, so, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So I think all in all, um, some great memories of, of this podcast. Well, I don't think, I know. Um, and I'm, I'm very, very happy that we that we started this. Uh, and I'm very happy where, where it is right now. Uh, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing how it will continue going forward. Yeah, me too. I'm also happy we started this. Uh, it was a great journey. 
We also, um, we didn't even mention that, um, as part of the podcast pro podcast project, we also developed a static site generator in Swift that uh, is driving the website and the um, generating the MP3 files and writing the ID3 text and stuff like that. Um, that also happened out of it and was a great, fun site project, although it's pretty much un, uh, un not unused, but we are not really updating that anymore. It just somehow works. And I'm every time we use it, I'm afraid it will break and I don't want to look into it. <laughs> I remember that you built this pretty soon after uh, we started on a train ride to your mom. Uh, right as well so yeah good memories about that i remember i think we still have a branch from more than a year ago where i tried to improve the um bacf format yeah yeah um yeah. benedict's awful configuration file right i think you added a simple markdown parser to it something like that uh and we and then but the the what was missing was we would have needed to update all the existing data and we were too lazy to do that and then we just continued yeah oh well great memories um and you know those will those will not run away from us no um, not at all so i would say for now on the podcast one last time um thank you so much for recording with me as always thanks for a great time with the co-host on the podcast and a lot of fun fun memories um I just realized something, and that is that the first time we met was on a conference. Um, I don't think we've ever been on a... Oh, no, we've been on one conference together after that, right? That was um, Swift Island. But other than that, we haven't been on a conference together, have we? I remember that I uh, that I pinged Niels and Sydney, who are the organizers of Swift Island, and I said, hey, if you're still looking for mentors, uh, let me know. And the reply was... If you can bring Benedict with you, then please come over. <laughs> I didn't know that story. That's nice. <laughs> what an amazing conference that was. Yeah. Uh, that was really now good. I miss them again. Yeah. That was a good conference. We had so much fun when we went to the um, Futuren, to the uh, lighthouse. Oh, that was that was great. I think that was the one of the highlights of, uh, of that conference. Yeah. Well, and we uh, we played that game where you could um, could win licorice, the pub. Oh quiz. yeah, and we did. Mm -hmm. And not everybody was happy with it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not everybody liked uh, his licorice. <laughs> Wanted yeah, to trade great, it. Great, great, great memories. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Maybe, it was a great maybe time. Before we yes, before we go, um, because we've always mentioned this, we've we've gifted each other things over over the years right um i received a gift from you and some other colleagues uh, as a goodbye wow. gift like a few days yeah. ago when we got back home um fantastic uh some local hamburgian and german uh cuisine and yeah that's just that's amazing like those are the things that i will definitely be missing um i think that will be you know, more difficult now that I will be joining a company remotely. Um, yeah, good memories. And now, yeah, I haven't started eating them, so I will have not just memories, but I will feel it and I can taste it uh, once I do. I'm looking forward to some feedback. Um, basically, if you like, really like something, um, just send a message. I will forward it to the co-workers so that uh, they also... <laughs> 
great. know about this because a lot of, lots of people chimed in here. That's wonderful. All right. Okay. Benedict, thank you so much. Listener, Bus. thank you so much. Bus, thank you so much. Uh, those were great. Two years? Three years? No, two years, right? We First started in 2018. Was... So yeah. it's been three years, right? So it's from 2018 right. to 19. From 19 to 20. And now it's almost 21. Yeah, so two and a half years, I would say, based on when we started. Yeah, a bit was... earlier. We started in August 2018, so... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a great time. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.